Hello. Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following on social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram Wednesdays at about 1230 Mountain Time or on all podcast providers on YouTube on Thursdays. We're your hosts this week. Harrison. And Taina. And yeah, welcome to Tea for Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? What's up? Going great. It's been amazing weather. This is the ideal, perfect fall weather. It's yes. like jacket sweater weather. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But My favorite season. It's like not too cold. I, I'm obsessed with this season. But apparently it's going to get cold like tomorrow. Like, it's like 20 today and then it's going to be 7 tomorrow. So oh. it was short-lived, well, but nice while it lasted. <laughs> thankfully, I'm leaving the country, so oh, I don't have to deal okay. with that. Okay. Where are you going? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to Vegas with a friend for the weekend. <laughs> Stop it right now. I'm yeah. so jealous. So it'll be fun. I'm going to do do, <laughs> do, do some of the Vegas stuff, do n- none of the casino stuff. I love it. Do lots of the eating my weight in food. Vegas has amazing food. Yeah. I've never been. I've just heard things. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wants to take me to Vegas, I'm available. <laughs> um, should we jump into it? Yeah, let's go. All right. So our first story of the day, Drake has surpassed 50 billion Spotify wow. streams and is amazing. celebrating with an OVO FC Barcelona collaboration kit. So when oh. FC Barcelona suits up to play Real Madrid this weekend during the El Clasico, their kits, uh, also known as uniforms, are going to look a little bit different. Uh, to celebrate Drake's milestone accomplishment, the team will be sporting the OVO Sound logo on their jersey as a nod to the musician. Mm-hmm. Drake is the first artist to reach 50 billion streams. That's which amazing. Is Can we just take a second? Good job, Drake. Yeah. Congratulations. Well done. Six God. <laughs> uh, Spotify VP of Partnerships, Mark Hazen, said that we've always wanted... Like we we've always said that we wanted a partnership to be a celebration of fans and players and as well as the artist kind of on a global stage. And there's no better stage than the El Clasico. Uh, the partnership comes months after the Spanish club announced its uh, initial partnership with Spotify, which added the streaming services branding to the Barcelona stadium and made its official name Spotify Camp Nou. Um, so Julie, I hope I pronounced this last name correctly. Uh, Giu. Uh, vice president for marketing arena or marketing area of FC Barcelona said our alliance with Spotify goes beyond a mere commercial relationship. It is a strategic relationship through which we seek to bring together two words that can arouse emotion, namely music and football. That's so cute. I, I definitely like that. think that's true. Like, I feel like sports and music are definitely things that bring people together. For sure. And just even across the world as well, right? So, like, you have different celebrities that go are from the U.S. going to China, Japan. Like, they go to different places to have their concerts. And I feel like the same thing goes with sports. Um, and it really brings a fandom around each one. If you're, like, a specific team, ride or die. Totally. Or, like, you're, like, a Doja Cat fan. And, like, that's, like, yeah. your go-to. Like, yeah. you, you have, like, names and you have things like that. So. Yeah. I mean, like, I... I think what's really cool about it too is like something that's existed in football for such a long time, which is, you know, like crowd chants, um, being popular songs that maybe replace a song lyric with a player's name or something. It's like, we're now seeing that kind of become this official thing. Like, uh, I think it's either, uh, Brighton or Man U, uh, that, their their current chant right now um, is "One Kiss" by uh, by Dua Lipa. That's so funny, and I think it's just so funny. It's just like a bunch of sports fans in the crowd, just like chanting fun songs. And this this feels like I, I kind of agree with Spotify. Like it feels like a, a really proper like official marriage of music and sport. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. We love that partnership. I think that will do really well. Totally. Yeah. 
Next up, we have have streaming services been feeling a bit too expensive lately. Specifically, Netflix is launching a cheaper option, but it has ads, which in my opinion defeats the entire purpose of Netflix. I like Netflix for two things, to binge watch and the fact that there's no ads. And lately they've been taking a more launch one episode a week or launch half a season every couple of weeks, which eliminates my binge watching. And then now they're trying to introduce ads. Yeah. <laughs> the new $6.99 ad supporter tier will launch in the US on November 3rd. Um, viewing resolution will be capped at 720p, which is like less quality than normal. Um, we will also, it will also be missing some content, mainly due to licensing issues. Um, and you won't be able to to download titles. This just sounds horrible. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. sound worth it at yeah, all. This sounds bad. The current, like the cheapest ad free plan is $9.99 a month. If this is all part of Netflix growth strategy, they had set out a goal to bring 1 million, bring in 1 million subscribers in Q3, exceeding that by more than half by bringing in 2.4 million subscribers. And so in Q3, they exceeded that by bringing more than half. But I think that this is just Remember when like Netflix was four ninety nine? Yeah, it's like less than five dollars, and now the cheapest horrible option is more expensive <laughs> than your original thing. It's just yeah, like it does it, not make sense yeah, to me. It just it like what what is what frustrates me about it is especially that last point there. It's yeah. like you know it it like it almost feels like they're they're like cheating at playing the game in a yeah. way where we're like we want this many subscribers. So like how do we cut the quality? To yeah. bring in more people. It's like, no, it's like you're not that that feels like inauthentic. Right. That feels like you're inauthentically trying to reach a goal. And you know, like we <laughs> I, I feel like I see both sides of the corn, like yeah. corn. Good. Both sides of the corn. <laughs> October. I don't know, candy corn, whatever. Uh both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and I think we've been conditioned to like be able to consume whatever content we want without right. ads. Yes. And I We're think spoiled for sure. For sure. Yeah. But also like advertising doesn't it doesn't really like I, I don't I don't really think ads on TV or like ads on something like Netflix or yeah. like commercial breaks, I guess. I don't really think I don't know how it reaches it. people the same way anymore no. because we're getting a lot more um you know, like, like immersive advertising experiences, like on our phones. I think that like Netflix before was the monopoly. Like that was the, they were the only ones really in the space doing big things. But now that Disney plus is here, we have Crave, we have HBO, we have all these other different streaming services, which I also have all of them. Um, It just seems like it's like, why is Netflix trying to act like they can do whatever they want all the time and bringing in ads I don't know how it's going to do. Like, I always think of things in two different ways from like a marketer business perspective and a consumer perspective. From a business side, this does seem like, okay, this is something that will help you make more money. They get ad revenue um, and they get to put a cheaper option. But from a consumer standpoint, this is horrible. I don't think it's going to work. And I personally would pay the extra $3 to not have horrible quality video. All the things aren't even on there, which is Netflix's number one problem is the fact that they don't have good things on there already. And you're going to have even less. Totally. This is like, well, how about you just work on getting new Netflix originals and then the subscribers will come. And like, I'm I'm also just like, as kind of like a, a, a mysterious secret third point, like I'm also like thinking about it from the perspective of like, you know, maybe someone like, uh, like a movie director right. who's like, Oh, this movie that I made that's so beautifully shot is like finally out of theaters. And now people get to watch it on their phone with like, and it's like blurry. Bluetooth quality. <gasps> like I'd be see. so <laughs> bummed. Like I'd, 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 I'd pull, I'd pull the licensing. Like, yeah. I just feel like we're, we're not being given what, um, 
I mean, maybe I sound bratty, but (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I sound bratty, but it's like, I don't know. I it's feel like giving we're... bait and switch. Yes. Because how yes. dare you reel me in exactly. with binge watching and no ads and then be like, psych, yeah. <laughs> we're actually going to make you wait for the episodes. Exactly. Also, it's going to be in 720 and there's going to be an ad here and there. And we're going to keep canceling really good shows after one season, but that's, oh, a, that's, that's even, a different like, That's even worse. That's a whole different story. <laughs> yes, it's like, just work on getting your shows out, Netflix. Don't be trying to do the 720p thing. It's exactly. not going Exactly. Give me series two of Archive 81, <laughs> please. That's all I ask. Fix um, yourself. <laughs> Uh, so finally, uh, it's time to start prepping the funeral. The gif is almost dead. It sounds like it murders. Going from talking about being really mad at Netflix, yes. and I'm like, so anyways, funeral prep. Funeral. <laughs> um, so the gif is uh, almost dead. Well, at least it's it's kind of on a decline. Mm. After being an extremely integral part of internet communication, some are now calling the gif cringe. R.I.P. Yeah. Remember <laughs> in 2014 when the Museum of Moving Image in New York put an exhibit um, of reaction gifts? I do not. I, I do don't. Not I don't remember that. <laughs> do you know? Or how in 2016, David Hayes, the former head of or the former head of creative strategy for Tumblr, told Mashable that more than 23 million gift-based posts were being uploaded to the site he worked for each day. I believe that. 2016 I, I, Tumblr was a whole different. 20, yeah, that's a very different vibe. That sculpted me. <laughs> 2016 Tumblr was a renaissance. Um, <laughs> Now, not only are some calling uh, the GIF medium cringe, but platforms like Tumblr are seeing a sharp decline in users posting them. Sorry, How do you feel? people still post on Tumblr to this day? I think 2022? so. 2022? In this year, our Lord 2022. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Someone someone let me know what... What? what? Someone, someone in the let chat us let us know what, what the Tumblr metrics Tumblr. look like right now. Like, what's the traffic? Because um, um, I feel like it's like 10 people. <laughs> And I guess like it would make sense that the decline mm-hmm. is going down. I think what it is is we've shifted as a culture from like a visual, like back in the day, memes were very visual. It was like Homer Simpson backing up into the hedge or like the question mark, question mark guy. And like you would send someone a meme and they would know what you're talking about and it supplemented your joke. But nowadays I feel like with TikTok, it's all about sounds. It's more like sound yes. memes. So like everyone's like uncut jobs and people just know what you're talking about. So you don't need to use visual memes anymore because we're using audio memes and yeah and like it's so funny too because gifs were so fundamentally used as like a reaction piece mm-hmm. and now like you said like with these popular sounds it's like we're using footage of ourselves and like we're pairing it with like this memeable audio to like become our own reaction gifts. Yes, exactly. That's just so true because if I'm telling my friends a story, whereas before I would have used a gif, I'm just telling them like either in a video on FaceTime or if you're telling a story on TikTok, you can see your reaction right there. You don't need to put the gif in there, but sometimes people put like the sounds because those are all the ones that people are using and people just know what you're talking about just from a TikTok sound. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like- It makes sense. I feel like- We've evolved, but also, you know, kind of, kind of the point about like gifts being cringe. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of at this point in my life where I'm 27, where I feel like embracing the cringe is kind of setting me free. (laughs) So I'm just like, Hey, whatever's cringe. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I'm, I'm freeing myself of that. Of that, um, you're breaking, that the yeah. breaking the shackles. <laughs> it can't be. It can only be cringe if you allow yourself to be cringe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, actually, mm-hmm. it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's it's so true though. It's you know, it's like the cringe is is all in here. No, I the think cringe that is all in there. the people who I are in my life that still use GIF, I think that it's still funny, but totally, it's just it is a little bit cringe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is. Hey, that's fair. I, I I'd rather you send me a TikTok that resonates with what you're yeah. <laughs> feeling in that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
Um, but yeah, that's everything for today. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in. Now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Cheers. Cheers.